Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And here he is, your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning. Jim, how are you? I'm here. You're here? I believe, you know, I don't normally say this, Andy, but I believe I've had enough coffee today. Wow. I didn't know there was a term <laughs> enough coffee with me, but um, I've had, I'm, 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 I'm happily satiated with caffeine. So it's so, good to see you. So thank you. It's nice to see you yeah. too, Tim. Tim is on vacation and Gar- well-deserved vacation. <laughs> Probably gardening today. I can just feel it. I'm <laughs> guessing, I'm thinking a bike ride is I'm in his future too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, everybody's so, got good hobbies, so you know yes. what? You know what? And uh, we got a lot of gardener hobbies this morning, so we thank you all for listening in. Yeah, sure. we uh, got a big package yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, I got to remember the name of the Green Stalk. Okay. Okay, now this is, this is a vertical garden. We've talked about it before, mm-hmm. where y- you put plastic things on top of each other. The water goes in from the top trickles down. There are little pots, either small or, or tall, mm-hmm. all the way around. You can have like 30 of them, but they're they're all on the outside. Well, we already have one in our yard. Now we're getting two more. Oh. Um, and uh, we're growing uh, squash, eggplant. Uh, it's amazing. I You know, I, I think we talked about this before, but if you don't have a lot of room in your yard, yes. you know, because we talked about raised beds. You have them. We have them now. But if you don't have a lot of room, this actually is, is turned out to be a very cool way to grow things and vertical have the gardening. Room. Exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. And there's there's no real trick to it. Plus, a lot of that is drip um, or yeah. root root um, irrigation, so you're keeping that foliage clean and dry and yes. still providing moisture to the roots. Yes, so, indeed. Yeah. So, hey, welcome everybody to a beautiful day. So. Give us a call if you have some questions or comments. And Jim, just like Jim's uh, green stalks, let us know what's happening in your yard this week. Yeah. So 382 4280 or 877-382-4280 if you're outside the area. Or if you're a little radio shy, and you could be. I'm shy. We have people (laughs) who are radio shy, but they text us, and that's a wonderful thing. You can text uh, your question or comment to Andy at uh, 80373, and we'll get it to the master of the gardening as soon as we can. Hey, thanks for joining in, and thanks for joining in to 590 Radio. Did you get out to the garden this week? You yep. walk. Oh, good job. There you go. Good answer. <laughs> yes, you in the, in the back row. You know, did you walk your landscaping lately? Hmm. Yes, probably. Are you uh, making your list right now? Bugs here. Oops, a little dead plant there. Some spent flowers here. Some weeds there. There was always something to do on our honeydew list, and it seems to always grow. With these scattered rains and good moisture in the ground, garden gardeners know the opportunities are endless. And uh, before we get going, too, um, you know the endless... Just learning and listening to the last show and um, knowing that uh, Roger was talking about forage and maybe planting in the yard and planting some things. And we'll we'll have an up-and-coming show on that, and we usually do, on things that produce good fruit for maybe you and the birds or a nice just combination of the birds, things that uh, can be drawn into your yard. Um. 
So we have some planting ideas later on because I have I have a little issue even at my house. So mm. weeds, weeds everywhere. Hmm, they're growing faster than I can pull them. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Faster than I can weed whip them. So instead, stop pulling because you're actually not usually getting all of it anyways. <laughs> you're snapping it off and usually it will come back. Sometimes instead of one weed, it'll come back too. So use Kills All ready to use or concentrate mixed with spreader sticker for quick relief. Yes, sometimes it is easier and once the weeds are gone, use high yield weed preventer. It's a granular called Dimension. It's great because it'll kill out all the weed seed that the bl- is gets uh, blown in or um, dropped in by your friendly birds. Got a tough, tough area? Got super weeds? Yes, they are there, Jim. Um, sometimes uh, I have pokeweed that you can spray with the other guy's weed killer and the top will die out and then 20 more will come out from the side so use decimate for full control weeds pokeweed thistle wild grape um even even a woody bittersweet yes some of these might come back from their roots hit the foliage a second time if it emerges with spreader sticker mixed spreader sticker we've talked before many times yes It works great. It actually aids in your purchase. It helps you whether you're spraying a fruit tree or killing those weeds. It helps the product that you purchased stick to the plant better. Makes sense. So that's what you want. Help really does. Look at all look at all the weed that you're trying to kill out. Weed sometimes has a nice round shape and one end that everything can roll off of. Look the way the dandelion foliage is actually. It wants to roll right off. Spreader sticker allows the insecticide, miticide, or herbicide, or even organically stick to your plant better, even if you're doing neem oil. Right now, a lot of questions the last couple weeks have been about pruning. Yes, let's go ahead with most things. I will have the list that we suggest not to prune, but um, black raspberries. Now that they're finished producing or very close, when they are done, prune out the old fruiting canes. Yes, the canes that produce this year, trim the new canes back to about 36 to 48 inches and feed with the Espoma plant tone fertilizer, one and a half cups around each base of the plant. Now's a great time to prune evergreens, Japanese maples, spent perennial heads, arborvita, pruning ground cover, feed now, all those things after a good haircut, they would love a good watering if the rains don't persist. A good feeding in the summertime will encourage good growth for the summer and encourage maybe late summer drought activity that can uh, resist itself a little better. Just a few minutes ago, I said prune ground cover. How do I do that? Sometimes it is taking your mower at the highest setting or actually taking head shears to it. Ivy, myrtle, pachysandra, they actually appreciate it. Pruning back will encourage fuller growth and newer vigorous growth and fill in those areas by tilling in. Again, a spoma plant tone will encourage fall growth, summer growth, excuse me. Prune ornamental trees unless you're waiting for them to flower like ivory silk lilac or fringe tree. Some of those have, or a rosa sharon tree, they have not flowered yet. So unless 
the flowers of importance, now would be a great time. Otherwise, wait till they're done flowering. Prune tomatoes and grapes clean out the sucker growth and foliage all the time that we talked about before that blocks the sunlight from ripening the fruit. Clean out all that top growth, you'll discover a lot of fruit down in the plant. Speaking of tomatoes, and we'll get right back with pruning, but keep your water timely. People are bringing samples of tomatoes in right now. Hit or miss watering really stresses the plant out. Blossom end rot will and can occur. Avoid overhead irrigation if possible. With dewy wet mornings like this morning, the fungus can be among us. And with uh, um, the same with our pests, you want to control, want to control organically, triple action will help take care of both. Mulch your tomatoes with grass clippings and cedar mulch to avoid splash around the foliage. That will help with blossom end rot and with black spot. Jim, I said earlier, things on our list of not to prune. Right now, let's avoid pruning of any sorts with oak even dead branches, even removing the one that's around the others of a dead tree because removing and encouraging some of that removal of the uh, roots will sometimes um, trigger activity for oak will in the rest of the neighborhood. I'll stop there because uh, uh, somebody wanted to <clears throat> come out and ask for some advice and um, on a water feature uh, out on one of the lakes. And uh, Jim, when we had gotten there, I, he, he was talking about the, the um, discussion him and George had had over the years with the oak and the timely, the feeding. Um, but a lot of the lakes change, water up, water down, the oaks were really suffering. And so um, it was probably the middle of May, maybe first of June, come out there and um, uh, a tree company who was very nice, who was doing a great job, but they were removing eight oaks in about a month's 200 other oaks. That was about five years ago. Now, both those neighbors since have lost all that surrounding oak because a lot of that triggered during the season, and a lot of that is not even knowing what has happened because that oak wilt is a result of pruning during the season. Avoid pruning most of the fruit trees right now. You want your peaches and apples? Leave them on. Crab. An ornamental pear also, please, if you can, don't prune till fall. Right now, it could be a chance for fire blight. Open wounds on the tree can sometimes uh, be disastrous. Fire blight will actually turn new growth into a black shepherd's canes on all the tips. My, father, uh, my brother-in-law has been struggling with a Cleveland Select pear that got it a few years ago and probably will never get out of the tree. We'll go to a break in a second, but all of the shade trees, prune now. Locust, tulip, maple, go ahead and clean up the dead wood. Make the plant breathe a little bit better. Black spot on maples is a result of heavy shade with a Norway maple usually. Clean out rubbing branches, branches that are against the house. And that's where my story comes in, Jack. Jim, for the next time, hmm. A rubbing branch on a two-story house, what do you do with that? It's not, you know, you don't just do a pole pruner. Maybe you buy the right plant. Ah, there <laughs> we go. Well, before we go to break, and we're talking about pruning, 
uh, we have a text. Mm-hmm, Beverly please. would like to know, is it too late to trim boxwood bushes? Okay. We can come back with that. All right. We'll have your answer, Beverly, in just a few moments after we come back from a break. It is Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning on WKZO. You go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan-certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time 920. Over the garden fence on this Saturday morning, and we uh, before the break we asked the question we got via text at eight zero three seven three through Beverly. Is it too late to trim boxwood bushes? Well, thank you, Beverly, and no, it is not. It is an optimal time. Um, boxwood like their spring haircut um, right now, because then it can encourage Beverly summer growth that can harden off by winter. When I don't encourage pruning boxwood is about the last of August till the first 15th, 20th of uh, October. Because, Jim, you'll get that Indian summer. It'll push out secondary growth, and all that new growth cannot harden off. And that's how you see a boxwood go through the winter burning. So go ahead and prune now. Um, I like to leave some of the leaves on on a boxwood, but like holly, inkberry, Rhododendron have already started to set its flowers with azaleas, but again, those are broadleaf evergreens that could all be done now. Pieris japonica, all broadleaf set. Especially, Jim, because you got um, maybe a week ago, we three to four inches of rain a lot of the Kalamazoo County. Then last night, what did we get? A couple tenths? Maybe quarter of an inch, half yeah. an inch. So here tenths. and there. So you got, you got moisture in that plant that can take a good pruning right now and come back and start start putting on a second flush. Boxwood love a nice feeding at the same time after you do your uh, pruning with Hollytone. Okay. Okay. So um, we talked earlier about maybe the right tree in the right spot. Um, a lot of times we don't find out the plant has put in, put in the wrong spot until it's too late. People do shop with their eyes a lot of times. Ooh, I love that. Um, or honey, let's buy that. I love that color. Well, let's find the right home for it. Sometimes the trees have been put in the wrong spot. Do you need a dwarf tree? Something that would be up by the house that down the road would not rub, would not crowd, would not be a privacy or security issue. Clump regents. Oh, everybody's going to like this. Jim loves this. Serviceberry. Clump, oh, yeah. The regents dwarf is a compact form, stays under six to eight. Even your regular serviceberry only stay in the 12 to 18 and create a very nice small tree. Dwarf Korean lilac. Dwarf sergeant crab. 
Walker Eye Siberian Pea Shrub. We love lilac. Michigan, I think, is known for some of our lilacs around here. Well, <clears throat> Dwarf Korean Lilac has a sister called Bloomerang and is in the Proven Winter series that actually flowers two or three times a season. And we have a dark, dark purple in a little topiary uh, Dwarf Korean Lilac. Sargentina Crab, the ones that's been in front of our store, gym for 22 years and are still under the windows of the store. Japanese maples do show their muscle sometimes. They are not small plants. So we have a dwarf fire glow upright Japanese maple. How about a weeper? Hmm. Sometimes a weeping tree, the look and the shape of a weeping tree not only adds to the landscaping, but adds to the texture, the shape. Four seasons plant by far in the wintertime. It's one of our most graceful looking items. And uh, by the way, my wife loves weeping trees. So we have uh, weeping redbud, weeping jade, red jade crab. Red jade is a great early spring bloom that is closed pink, open white, um, fantastic um, fruit on it. We have weeping Norway spruce, green Verides Japanese maple, and all kinds of red Japanese maples like Tamikiyama, Red Emperor, and Crimson Queen. Blue Rug Juniper on standard I've had for a number of years in our house. It stays three foot or less, has a nice weeping topiary, and spills onto the ground. One of the Michigan's favorite is also Weeping Cherry. But Weeping Cherry, if you look, gets very large. So it can be 20 foot. So snow fountain or the pink snow fountain cherry is a very good opportunity. All right. Well, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we have another text question uh, for uh, Andy that has to do with tomato plants. Oh, good. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. You're listening to Over the Garden Fence here on this Saturday morning, 590-106.9 FM, WKZO. Keep your gardens full of eye-catching blooms with plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. We'd all like to keep our gardens at the full color stage for the rest of the season, but in between blooming times, sometimes there can be some blah spots. Fill in those spots with large blooming annual plants from Waddell's. There are several colors and varieties of Easy Wave Petunias, Marigolds, Profusion Zinnias, Vincas, and Begonias. Now on sale for just $4.79 this week. All six varieties of Catmint are 20% off. Rainbow's End Hosta is a shorter perennial with glossy striped leaves and it thrives in mostly sunny or mostly shady areas on sale this week for $12.99. Waddell's also has hanging baskets including Durabloom Petunias, Sun Patients, and more. Want something for a sunny spot or maybe some color for a shady area? How about flowers to cut for bouquets? Come visit with Waddell's experienced staff who are always happy to help on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time is 926 on this Saturday morning over the garden fence with Andy Waddell. And Andy, again, as I mentioned before the break, we have another uh, texting question. And the leaves on my tomato plants are curling. I read this indicates either overwatering or underwatering. The plants look great and have lots of tomatoes. But how do I know if I'm watering too much or too little? Which is a good question. So <clears throat> we talked just a few minutes ago few minutes ago about overhead watering. So first of all, I would say, are you watering overhead? And if you are, see, can you go to a drip irrigation? Keep the foliage dry. Sometimes that curling might not happen. Sometimes we're having 80 
and 90 degree days, Jim, and that water can magnify and curl those leaves. You could have something on those leaves too that are curling or sucking the life right out of that foliage. So bring in a sample at Waddell's, maybe bring in a good chunk that you could see what's curling and maybe it is leaf spot or black spot. Maybe it's something that easily is controlled. So do that. A lot of times that uh, we're talking about splash on a plant and especially on tomatoes, I like to mulch the plant with either lawn clippings, cedar mulch, leaves, something that will allow that splash not to happen and try to get that drip in there if you can, drip irrigation into that plant. And do you have to worry about the temperature of the air? Like for instance, you do not want to maybe water late in or you know in the in the middle of the afternoon because of the when cuz this is going to get to 90 again mm-hmm. this this coming week mm-hmm. you you get leaf burn you could you could very easily now let's say you have not watered yet this week Ooh. I would say in the scourging portion of the day, that plant is suffering. If you need to at that time, go ahead, but I like to do it in the early morning gym so that way it can dry out during the day. Okay. okay. All right. This okay. is triggered a phone call. You bet. Uh, I think uh, Amy is on uh, our line as soon as uh, the, the light changes. So, <laughs> and we'll say on tomatoes too, real quick, while we grab Amy, um, prune that off. Get that because tomato grows so fast that we can go ahead and. That I believe is your question too, Amy, isn't it? Has to do with trimming a tomato plant? Yeah. Yes, I have three huge tomato plants. They must be over five feet tall now. But I noticed uh, a lot of the beautiful, lush uh, branches are just leaves. They don't really, they aren't really doing anything. And someone told me to trim them off. I just wanted to make sure. Yep, no problem. That's what we talked about earlier. And Ashley, Amy, that's what we call sucker sprouts or water sprouts on a plant. And it probably will bear, but not till say October when it's too late and my oh. I want you to get that out so your sunlight can get down into your plant better so it can breathe better so today be an optimal day to clean some of that up oh, get wonderful. Fa- think, think of it too it's a succulent it wants to grow by doing a haircut you're encouraging that tomato to do better okay okay all right does that answer your question Yes, it sure does. All Thank right. you so much. You're very you welcome. Have a great day, Amy. Thank you so much. Yeah, the tomatoes are they're just testy little plants. I tell you, but uh-huh. they grow like crazy. Yep. You know, and you're if you're if you're feeding them properly and you know and tending to them and water, boom. Yeah. I mean, they just they skyrocket. What but. we've talked about calcium. With tomato, blossomendra, a lot of times, everybody, you know that's a calcium deficiency, either A in our soil, so calcium nitrate when you plant your tomato, or if you even think that you cannot dry that tomato out, use a blossomendra spray. All it is is a calcium-based product that allows that. You know, you, you see that nice, big, juicy <laughs> beefsteak tomato or something like Better Boy or Bread Girl coming on, and the last couple of days, Jim, rots in the middle. Or on the bottom, so that's that's good way to avoid that. One thing that we've noticed that it's like a Japanese beetle convention in the yard. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I remember the traps. Mm-hmm. That do they uh, is that still the optimal way to take care of it, or is there something else you should be doing? You know what? That's a good question. So um, on something like that, that triple action would take care of them immediately, and it's actually triple action is a neem oil based item. 
it is really a great organic lineup. It doesn't have that name to it, but I know it is on that base. So that would be something that I think it's up to one day or two days to harvest. So mm -hmm. I want to read the label for sure, but that'd be okay. a good option too. All right. Um, Japanese beetles can be a real <clears throat> pain. Mm -hmm. Yes, they can. We're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to ask Andy a question about chemistry. Were you good in chemistry in high school? <laughs> I, I was. I was. Okay, I didn't go. get along with my chemistry well, teacher that's, the best. That's okay. And I, I have a couple invites yes, too that we yes, need to we do. We want to talk about those invitations. Mm. So we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence here on WKZO. Have you been waiting for that perfect shade tree, shrub, or screening plant to go on sale? Well, now's the time, because Waddell's is having a big sale on many nursery plant favorites this week. Quality shade trees clean the air in your outdoor living area and add beauty and value to your home. This week, save $90 on the Instant Shade 15 to 18 foot size London plant tree on sale for $1.99. Or consider an Autumn Blaze Maple. They come in many sizes and they're all 25% off. Several varieties of lilac shrubs, all 25% off. And rows of Sharon shrubs that are just getting ready to bloom, now 20% off. For a tree that makes a great focal point, try a Japanese maple. They're all 20% off this week, too. Waddell's Michigan Certified Nursery Specialists are always glad to help you pick out the trees, shrubs, and evergreens that will do best in your landscape. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Partly to mostly cloudy skies across West Michigan this morning with calm winds coming from the east. High temperatures this afternoon will top off near 80 degrees. There is a chance for a few spotty showers mainly between the hours of 2 and 7 p.m., but most areas will stay dry. Showers and thunderstorms continue throughout the overnight hours and low temperatures fall to the mid-60s. Lingering showers for Sunday morning and afternoon, high temperatures will top off in the low 80s. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. Thanks, Sarah. Right now, 71 here at WKZO. Back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell, who has uh, an additional comment for Amy about your tomato plants. Well, and uh, just everybody listening on tomatoes, too. You know, there's a, we have a dessert for tomatoes. It's called blooming and rooting. We, we use that same term, Jim, for our hydrangea feeding. Mm -hmm. But it really is. It's a 958.8, and it will make, like when Amy is done pruning, the new growth is going to start coming on. You want to encourage flower, nothing better than putting that on. It is a water-soluble, can be put onto the foliage and onto the plant, soak in the ground at the same time. And, okay. And um, I, I did not mention one more item. You could straw as your mulch, too. Okay. I said cedar and I said um, grass, clippings. Uh, grass clippings, but straw would be a good matting, too, okay. at the same time. So that brings up quickly the chemical question I was going to ask you. And then Please. we're going to talk about a couple of invitations mm -hmm. that you need to know about. Can you use multiple products at the same time? In other words, we were talking about this thing with the tomato plants. What if you have, you're using the deer repellent sticks mm -hmm. or you're using something else? Do you need to tell the people at Waddell's when you go in? I would. Talk to you and say, okay, I'm already using this. Yep. So that, because I, are there things that you really can't mix? There is. I would like to say that don't don't mix unless the, the company that has put it out on our shelf has already done the mixing for you. The item we're trying to add is that uh, spreader sticker, which is yeah. kind of the, the one item where you're saying to almost mix it with everything because it's just helping the client or the the, um, the Whatever issue, you're the issue at yeah. your house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's sometimes uh, just more 
availability for that item to stick onto that plant. But I would not take two or three items and try to do a concoction and put it in one sprayer because A, you don't have the time or B, you think you're going to, if I do a little, maybe a little more will really kill them and really spread your, um, your, your sprays apart. If you're doing say on uh, insect control, just one example on fruit trees, give a couple days to do your fungus control. That's what's nice about triple action. They've taken all three, mixed it for us. So that way you have that remedy all in one. All right. Now you have some, no, there's some uh, good, good chemistry question there. Yeah. And see, and you did well and you didn't have to do with the teacher. (laughs) You have a couple of uh, invitations here. You know what? Later on in life though, I, chemistry teacher and I were super good friends. There you go. So, <laughs> so um, well, last week we were talking about Waddell's has joined with the National Garden Council and we're having the standard flower show at Waddell's next Friday from two to five and Saturday from 10 to four. And it is, uh, the flower show is free and open to the public. And I think you have a couple more days, if you went online, you would go to KalamazooGardenCouncil.org slash flower show or go to Waddell's and you would find uh, Waddell's.com. You would find the information. And it's going to be kind of cool. We've um, uh, It's judging Jim from flowers from the yard. Ooh. It is not a florist show. It is not trying to do something um, creative that you'd find the flowers in Peru or where some of the flowers are grown. Um, these are your flowers, for example, like hydrangeas coming from your from your yard or hostas. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So then we tied. Oh, what did, what was that word I just said? Hydrangea? <laughs> so we have heavenly hydrangea days on those same hours. Oh, wow. So we're trying to give um, displays, growing tips, and education I'll be darned. My hydrangea worked. Next year, my hydrangea's flowering. Yay. Refreshments, hydrangea door prizes. And so some of that is going on at the same time. So you're kind of getting a a win-win both times. So Friday on the 22nd um, from 2 to 5 and Saturday from 10 to 4 on the 23rd. Very cool. Very cool. Do you know about about how many home flower plants that that could are going to be available to look at or lots? <laughs> lots 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 the judging happens i think on thursday night and friday morning don't quote me but the judging will be done by the time two o'clock comes and so a lot of those prizes and whether it's burning bush or blueberries mm-hmm. all the way down to uh, or let's see what's a arborvita all the arborvita. way to zelkova um everything in between that comes from your yard um sun, cool. sunflowers and i think one of our team members is uh, going to be part of it. That's uh, uh, placing an entry in there. So very cool. So all the world is a garden is mm-hmm. what it's titled. So yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I wasn't paying attention to our sunflowers. I should have, uh-huh. um, because they were small the last time I saw them. Now they're taller than I. Am. Well, Roger Taylor said he had them four yeah. to four to five feet. Yeah, so. they're they're big. I mean, they're they're very tall. It's fun to see them. Uh, uh, they're doing, and just so you know, that it's not. A, a sentence of death when you <laughs> transplant hostas. We transplanted some hostas this year to yeah. a more shady part of the lawn, yeah. and they're doing wonderfully. Love it. Love so it. it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah. Sunflowers are very 
rewarding because they come up super fast. So you can see me immediately within 10 days. You can see the little line of, so we did small, medium, large yeah. against a fence a couple years ago and really, really it's, fun. It's just fun to watch them. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Okay, so you have just a few minutes. We're mm-hmm. going to start wrapping things up here in a, in a couple of minutes. But uh, if you want to talk to Andy this morning, 382-4280, or text us your question or comment at 80373, and we will, 80373, there you go. We'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZL. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a beautiful selection of furniture for outdoor living areas, and this week it's all 25% off. How about an Adirondack chair for an enjoyable afternoon of reading? Choose from several colors. There's even one that folds for convenient storage. Before the guests arrive, check out some of the eucalyptus wood sets. These sets are made of top-quality eucalyptus wood for years of enjoyment. Another must-have for outdoor garden areas is a bench. Waddell's has many choices of metal benches that are functional as well as decorative. Now's the time to pick out just the right piece of furniture for your deck or patio, but you'll need to hurry. The 25% off sale ends next Wednesday. You could buy outdoor furniture just about anywhere, but Waddell's carries furniture that will last for years to come, making them a better value compared to so-called bargain furniture. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO. WKZO News Time is a 940. Right on the nose, Andy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're back with Over the Garden Fence. We're talking about our gardens, and it's, it, you know, when you, you put the dirt in and Soil, excuse me, soil. I've been oh. yelled at for that dirt comment, but it's dirt, okay? <laughs> he just care. got a D minus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's fun to watch because now we're we're seeing the tomatoes. We're seeing we've gotten Hungarian sweet peppers. We've gotten uh, um, green onions. Um, we've gotten uh, lettuce, um, uh, spinach. Yeah. Um, oh, I, just I, and it tastes better when it comes out of your garden. It is. It is. I've uh, we've done some really nice lettuce. We've done some. Uh, uh, we see a great peach crop in the mm-hmm. next week 10 days that'll be ready um apples that are doing very good the uh you were uh, tim and me were talking last week we had probably six quarts of black raspberries oh, one wow. night a couple the first night a ton of them last week and then we just picked one more final time that probably i can still find more this morning so yeah this wow. year's been a good good season it's, but i was really dreading a late frost. I mean, I really thought, yeah. you know, we were going to get nailed again and it was like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. But no. So, but um, I am like Amy. I mm-hmm. don't I got big tomatoes with no pep with no uh no uh fruit quite yet on okay. them. So, I need to get that blooming and rooting cuz it's going to slow down my foliage and bring on the flower. Yeah, our uh, our uh, we're I'm starting we're starting to see um some tomatoes. Uh, oh, really? Small, and we and we're growing both cherry tomatoes and regular tomatoes. So, but I'm seeing you know fruit on both plants. Uh, we're waiting for a phone call right now uh, that we'll get on the air before we uh, we have to go. Um, it's 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 just amazing. One uh, maybe next week, and I, I can pose this question to you now. Um, maybe next week, what we can talk about is you periodically give a list of plants you can put in now. Mm-hmm. You know, in this particular time. So we'll be in the middle of. Uh, past the middle of July. Yeah. Um, so what can people be thinking of as far as plants go uh, to, to put in the garden? 
plants that are grown in pots, so that way summertime foliage can be brought on. Mm -hmm. Very, very easy to plant, which is kind of cool because a lot of times we were very limited in the summertime years ago. Yeah. Jenny, good morning. Uh, welcome to Over the Garden Fence. We have a couple of minutes. What's your question? Good morning. Okay, hi. It's so good to talk to you. Um, I have, um, my garden is really flourishing, everything. I'm so mm. excited about it. And I added um, the powdered dairy dew um, about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And But I'm wondering, is because it's doing so well, with the exception of the tomatoes, I'm going to have to take some, because I've got tons of uh, foliage, but not a lot of tomatoes, so I'm going to have to trim those. But should I, even though it's doing very well, should I do some more dairy dew, like a teaspoon around the, the perimeter of the plant? Each? Well, and, and a lot of that, too, is we were talking, Jenny, just on just a second ago about tomatoes flourishing and maybe not having quite as much flour. So maybe switching that and going to something with a higher middle number, that blooming and rooting, you might see less activity on the foliage and more activity on flour. It's kind of like a dessert for tomatoes. It's made by Fertilome. And I I like your Dairy Dew Healthy Garden. That would also encourage, but that's that's got a, a pretty good high number of nitrogen, which will still encourage a lot of a lot of foliage. How big Oh so so I should go to the what was it again? Fertilome? Fertilome. Fertilome. Bloom. Blooming and rooting. There you go. Oh, yep, and it's a liquid, soluble oh. powder that you just put, just the blue powder that you just add in the water. Oh, okay. Okay, I and see. that, and so that's going to be a good combination for that dairy dew to get them to encourage, and then the blooming and rooting for the for the uh, summertime. There you go. Activity. All right, we have to let so you go, Jenny, because we're out of time, huh? Dairy. So not do the dairy. I pass on the dairy dew. All right, cool. Well, thanks for the phone call. We're out of time. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you for all right. everybody and don't, all the text. Don't forget this coming weekend the uh, the the flowers, the house flowers judging, and the heavenly hydrangeas. You got it. Both at uh, over the, at uh, Waddell's. Thank all you right. very much. Let's do this again next week. Let's we have will. some fun. Thanks for joining us for Over the Garden Fence. Tune in every Saturday after nine to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center on WKZO.